It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Swing and a high shot, up the middle, game is over, Phillies win it! Matt Beerling goes five for five! As the Phillies, desperate for a win, desperate for a hero, find it in Matt Beerling! People forget The spring fly Oh yes! A much-needed victory last night. Fox Sports Radio Together presented by Kirado Insurance. Daily ticket with you here on a Thursday. Is it Friday yet? Is it Saturday? How about Saturday? I'll take Saturday. Friday, we still got to work. Uh, yes. Is that work, though? It is for me. I don't know about you. I need what you're on if that's not work. I work more than you do on that show. Oh. You know what is and what isn't work? <laughs> When don't you, we get to hang out with you Colin to Good stay, and the MyPhilly.house people? you stay home and don't have to leave your couch, that's when it's not work. That's when you can just oh, relax. Man, I work every day of my there, life. There you go, exactly. It's the Daily Ticket, <laughs> Fox Sports Radio Today. We're presented by Kirado Insurance. And as you just heard, exactly what we're going to open up with. Uh, <laughs> how did the Blue Jays lose that game last night? Let's just, you know. Very Phillies of them. I can't even go, like, how did the Phillies win that game? I have to start by saying, bases loaded, one out in the 10th, and you get a double play. Gene Segura, tip your cap. Incredible play by him. Uh, he's got a great glove. Great glove. And did you see that play over the weekend? I, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a double play. It was actually a bad hop by Stott. It got him, and then he, he gloves it over to him, and he made that catch. It's just, dude's just a professional second baseman, a professional glove in the infield. I love Gene Seeker. Always have, always will. Uh, but last night, more of the same. And uh, Veerling, five for five, five singles. And he gets the job done. Uh, and John, if, Five singles is hard to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, five for five, period. But five singles, it's just pretty funny. But Matt Veerling comes through, the hero that they needed. And um, look, a win that... As I just said, I just did not think was going to happen. And I saw the panic. And it's amazing because snap of the fingers. You know, yesterday heading into the show or during the show, I said that this team was broken down, right? They're broken down on 76. Flashers are flashing. They're in trouble. If they lost last night, I, I just would have been like, man, this is straight up panic mode right now with four games against the Atlanta Braves who have been pretty well, good. And I hate to say it is straight up panic mode, but... I mean, that game stops what? It, it, that's like taking a, a bit of a bucket of water out from a sinking ship and thinking like, ah, oh, we're good. Well, because the, the, no. the ship is still somewhat sinking because your best players aren't playing well. No, that's fine. I get that. But what has this season all been about? Right. right. Just sur- survive in advance. That's it. You know, I'm not going to fool myself into thinking anything other than this no, team. No, but in, in order for them to survive, I think they're going to need to get production out of guys like Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins. And maybe I shouldn't have the excuse for Bryce Harper, but he played, didn't play for a few months, and all of a sudden for him to turn it on like that, that's hard to do. Yeah. yeah. Reese Hoskins, though, buddy, 
What is that? Like, his, he went 0 for what last night, and he was going into that game? In his last seven games, I think I saw he had a 120 average. Mm. You could get it off your chest. It's not, I, I despite whatever things I, that I have preconceived about Reese Hoskins, well, look, I will admit, he's had a good season, but this is not the time to all of a sudden bad Reese to show up. I get that. And, you know, you've been taking it. On the chin all season long, so you know you can you can fire back a little bit. I know you don't feel good in saying that because ultimately you want no, to see this team because, win. Because yeah, because I think he's pivotal in the, this Phillies Absolutely. team winning. And if he's not going to hit well, Matt Veerling's not going to go five for five nah, every night. Definitely, it's not going to happen. You know, and Bryson Stott, <sighs> dude, I know you're a rookie, man. Yeah, routine plays get whatever the the yips that you're getting right now. You got to work that out. This is crunch that's going to be worked out very quickly. This is crunch time right now. Yeah, at the top of that order, Schwarber 1 for 5, Hoskins 0 for 4, Harper 0 for 5. JT's been really good. I saw a number on MLB Network today that since the All-Star break, JT Ruimuto's batting 324. Um, and that's pretty darn good. There was a moment through the course of this season we were like, what's going on with JT? All of a sudden to be the best catcher in baseball and then folding right now in this season where, you know, you, you needed him to step up more. And honestly, when did Bryce get hurt? Right around. He's been fantastic since Bryce. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. It was a rough first couple of months. I would say two and a half to three months. Maybe it was bad, but he's been the best player on the team pretty much since then. And I know Kyle Schwarber has had his moment in the sun, and also Reese Hoskins. But in terms of consistency, high level production. Uh, he's been he's been doing it all. JT's been fantastic defensively too. Because remember, oh, good defensively God. he started off poorly as well. He wasn't throwing out guys nearly as much. Pass balls were getting by him. You know he wasn't as sharp defensively. And so it all just came together in a way that he's high level now at the plate and also behind it. You can't run on him. You just don't. And it's a mistake if you if you think you can. I don't care how fast you are in, in Major League Baseball or not from base to base. Sorry. Coach, put away the stopwatch. JT's behind the dish. All right. And speaking of the Atlanta Braves, they're in town for a four-game series with a lot to play for between these two teams. Obviously, both teams in the uh, NL East at the top with the Mets and the Braves lost yesterday. So they're staying put right there with a one game separating them. And then with the Phils, uh, we got our eyes on the Brew Crew. This Braves team in their last nine, six and three with a 2.28 ERA. So uh, they're getting the job done as far as starting pitching is concerned. No shock there tonight. More of the same. Max Freed on the mound and Ranger Suarez on the mound for the Phils. Plus 125. Weather, eh, a little chill in the air. I know you got your sweatshirt on, hoodie on. This is your there was season. a little chill in the air, and chill it was raining. It felt good outside. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. a lovely day. It was fantastic. <laughs> Don't know what it's going to be like tonight as far as if this weather is going to continue. I, I believe it's just going to be... If, if you're going, bring a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. You, you oh, definitely got to have a hoodie out there, but get on down. and Tomorrow at my Philly Dot house down at Main Street Man Young, bring, uh, a, bring a hoodie. No, you're not going to need one tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be 65 and sunny, bro. Yeah, you might need a hoodie. <laughs> just keep the MyFi chilled, all right? That's all I care about. <laughs> All right, it's the Daily Ticket Fox Sports Radio together, presented by Kiara Insurance. Of course, we open up with the Phillies. We got plenty of notes on the MLB side. Uh, some really good games. Of course, Judge rolling on, money coming in on him. Everybody's ponying up. Everybody wants to be a part of this this chase for sixty one. Let me ask you this, John: is it is it appealing to you? Are you, are you getting moved by Aaron Judge in this home run 
chase that he now has 14 games left in Major League in the season? Is it doing anything for you? Yeah, for sure. I think just collectively what he's done. And it's not just the home runs. I'm pretty sure he's leading the Triple Crown race, oh, God, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. And he's putting up Barry Bonds-like numbers in the month of September. He's a 1.6 OPS in the month of September. And his OPS has been fantastic all season long. Like He's putting up Barry Bonds-type numbers. And just collectively, like the whole season, it's... It's been wild and fun to watch. So yeah, it, it is in a way, you know, we are seeing one of the greatest hitting seasons we have in a very, very, very long time. And who knows when we'll ever see anything like it again because I mean it's hasn't happened that, for a long time for a reason. It's not as good as Babe wrote the night day twenty one. Yeah, well I Babe was Babe wrote three seven day. Well, my my parents weren't even alive in nineteen twenty one, so I don't think I would have I would have known. That dude, he won't budge for any of the new players out there. And I don't mind it. Like I don't mind. That's not to say I think he's 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 just. I think it's okay to to stand up or at least to push back on. Hey, you know these athletes are all better now. So the guys in the eighties and nineties, we have to push them but back. There's we give don't and have take, to. though. On yeah, that. there is. There is. He won't. Give, no he won't give, give it up then. for the new players. He won't give it up for the new generation. Of course, I'm talking about Mad Dog. Which look. I, I respect. I've always been a fan of Mad Dog. I think he's entertaining. I don't think he he. He's Skip Bayless esque, where he he's contrived. I really don't think he is. I don't. I I, I think he's a maniac. I think he says oh, things maniac, yes. to to get people arise. But at the end of the day, dog is who dog is, right? It's just nut. And he won't give it up to any of these new athletes. And and Judge is one of those. That's I caught such a it last terrible night. way to watch sports, though. Like, can I just watch history in front of me and and appreciate it for what's going on? Instead of, oh, well, it wasn't as good as back in the 1950s. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Babe Ruth back in 1921. He did it all. Aaron Judge. Yeah, sorry. All right. Anyways. Uh, well, look, it, it's you know why it's doing something for me now? And, and the Triple Crown, you're right, is bigger than the pursuit of the home runs. All of it is. I mean, what he's collectively what he's doing. He's about to get like lead the league in home runs by a mile and yeah. break records doing isn't, it. Isn't Schwarber number two? F40? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he's got twenty. He's got twenty more home runs than him. I know. In a, in a year that offense is down across the board, and I haven't really seen those numbers um, kind of updated, mm. but I know for a large portion of the season that offensive numbers were way down, and Aaron Judge in that type of season is having one of the greatest hitting seasons. In the past couple of decades, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Dude's about to get a lot of money. Yeah, and if that and that's what it's got to be more appealing to me the most is the fact that this dude bet on bet on himself in New York. Right, that's not easy. Bet on himself playing for the New York Yankees, uh, having a hell of a bounce back year as far as that team is concerned, and uh, you know with the expectations and everything there. It's amazing to watch him and what he's putting together, um, as you pointed out, with the Triple Crown. And to me, that's the bigger talking point here. It he's, could be. He's not getting 73, and I get it's part of the Triple Crown. But at the end of the day, he's not getting 74. 61 is a great number. I get it. But, oh, well, the Triple Crown is a bigger deal. Miguel Cabrera <laughs> we- is the only guy that's done it in the last 50-plus years, I think. Yeah, that, I, right. But also, are we really? You're not that... Big on this, the sixty number. No, I'm not I, hung here, up on that. Here's the difference. I am now because I, I asked this question because last night 
they cut in for his bats, for his at bats. And then it got the juices going. Because that was the biggest thing for me in the late 90s with Sosa McGuire was when they cut in for their at bats. That was a first for me. I don't remember them doing it. You know, obviously that's, you know, I was 16, 17, 18 years old. Maybe they cut into other at bats. Maybe they cut into other sports events, sporting events earlier than that. We always go to our historian. I love Gerald Colton. Sorry, Gerald, if you're listening. But maybe he could let me know if they did cut into other stuff in the 80s and early 90s. I don't remember that. But for me, the first thing that they cut into was Sosa and McGuire. And that was the big difference. It was like, ooh, man, there's importance behind this. They're cutting into programming. You got baseball tonight. This is amazing right now. And last night, they did it again. And it was really cool to see that. They're doing twofold. I, I don't think ESPN is doing pool hosts. But MLB Network was cutting in the judge, and they were cutting in for pool hosts um, for that San Diego game. It was great. It was great last night. Great, great uh, television. So that made a little bit of a difference for me. But I'm just curious, putting the Yankee venom to the side for everybody out there, get involved in the conversation. Are you interested? Are you intrigued? Are you moved? Are you tuning in for this Aaron Judge pursuit of 61? Have to. Because I, I think one of my favorite seasons of a Philly that I can remember is watching day in and day out Ryan Howard crushing home runs and hitting 58. Mm. And, you know, that, that chase of how many can he hit? Now, what is he going to finish with? That is a ton of fun when it starts to become that. And Aaron Judge, it's, it's like that feeling all over again of how, how many is he going to finish with? What, how many records are we, are, is he going to break? Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I think we can put the, the Yankee venom aside and enjoy it. All right. Uh, get involved in the conversation at Fox PHL Gambler. At Fox PHL Gambler. Keeping it moving. NFL. We got ourselves a Thursday night football game. Tell you what, this weather kind of feels like this game tonight, right? A little dreary. Uh, soggy. <laughs> soggy. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> like, I'm going to watch this. You're damn right I'm going to watch it. You know, I've been I've, I've been all over the map on this game, John, trying to find like the angle. Right now, DraftKings. Let me know what Parks has. DraftKings is flashing the Browns at four thirty-eight is your total minus one ninety on the money line. This game is kicking off at eight fifteen p.m. This number opened at three and a half, got as high as five and a half, and now it's down to four. I think Miles Garrett and his injury has a little something to do with that more than anything, uh, but. That's a really, 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 really big jump from a five and a half down to four. Uh, Miles Garrett was did not practice this week, has a neck injury, is expected to go tonight, but neck injuries seem like could pop up and he could be done. And Miles Garrett, one of the best defensive defenders in, in the game. So, uh, you know, that's going to be a big deal if it, he's not out there. It should be, but also Mitch Trubisky has just looked bad. So how how much is that going to mess with Mitchell Trubisky's 190-yard passing performance that he's just bound to give up? Yeah, well, all I know is... That offense is just bad. Well, the, the thing is, though... The Browns' defense is terrible, too, though. It is. And the, it's not like I expect the Browns' offense to continue to play somewhat well. I mean, they've been fine through the first two games, 26 against the Panthers and then uh, 31 in a loss to the Jets. But or thirty, excuse me. If they had thirty-one, they might have won it. But the Jets' offense has been the the Browns' offense has been fine. But I don't know how long I expect that to happen. Like when does the Verset kind of blow up game happen? Because he's a backup quarterback too. Yeah, he's a backup quarterback that's a starter for the Browns. Well, you saw- and when do you start seeing the turnovers become problems? The inefficiency become problems. He was good, two hundred twenty-seven yards. I think he was twenty-two, twenty-seven passing. 
Uh, only had 135 yards, but pretty clean in the first game against Carolina. But we know Pittsburgh can be opportunistic. They took away four from uh, Joe Burrow and five total in that game. So is this the game where Jacoby Brissett starts, you know, turning the ball over Big and difference. not having those clean games? Big difference tonight for Pittsburgh on the defensive side of football versus that Cleveland or that Cincinnati game. TJ Watt. Big yeah. difference. Last week against the New England Patriots. But the secondary played well, and the Patriots were able to score on. Last week against the New England Patriots, 38 dropbacks by Mac Jones. Zero sacks. That's not good. Dude, come on. Mac Jones? Really? You can't get a sack on 38 dropbacks on Mac Jones? That's- I would say I'm not knowing They gave entirely- up 118 yards on 24 carries to the two backs for New England. Not knowing entirely Cleveland's pass protection um, and how good it might be. I can at least give credit to New England's offensive line. And they made a great draft pick in Cole Strange that everybody thought was, okay, why are they drafting this guy who's a little bit undersized and doesn't really have all the measurables? And he was fantastic. So I can at least give credit up front to the Patriots. But, yeah, they need they would need a pass rush, obviously, to force those turnovers. And uh, Cincinnati, it's easy to get a pass rush on, apparently. <sighs> also, listen to this number. Kevin Stefanski. 1-11 ATS versus the AFC North. <laughs> That's the well, look at Tomlin's numbers against the AFC North. Look at Tomlin's numbers Harbaugh, against Cleveland. Yeah. And look at Tomlin's numbers as an underdog. There's, If you want to look at ATS numbers specifically, every single ATS number points to Pittsburgh. But you just have to be aware of you're also betting on Mitchell Trubisky, which that hasn't been the case. Man, uh, do you have a feel for this game? Are you have a play? Are you locked? Are you in? I'm, I'm doing, Are you investing? I, yeah, I'm doing this play just based off of the number. It's four points is too much. Oh, you're taking the road team. I'm taking the road team. Oh, we're going head it's, to it's head. It's going to be I'm... an ugly, sloppy game, and I, it's going to come down. It's going to be like a 13-10 to 10 game. And it's going to be ugly and look like the AFC. But these are always the games that every, oh, Pittsburgh, you know, their offense stinks. They're not good. And then all of a sudden, Mike Tomlin finds a way to win it. Finds a way to win it. It always happens. Whether that's defensively they create turnovers, whether it's special teams, whether it's the offense finally starting to find some groove, whatever the case may be, Mike Tomlin's teams always find a way to win a game like this. Well, unders have been to play so far. 32 games in the NFL, of course. 21-10 and 1 to the under, which is just crazy to think about. 38, though. <laughs> and that may be a good play for the under. I'm not saying 38's a bad number. I have no idea. But it's 38. Well, what I would look at immediately, again, we're on different sides of the ballgame. What are you seeing at Parks, too, anyways? What do you got I'm seeing four. Yeah, okay. I'm seeing four, total of 38, uh, Pittsburgh plus 165 in the money line. All right. Well, first and foremost, I, Mitchell Trubisky has been answering the questions of, hey, man, what's going on? Like, you got to start throwing the football down the field. Air yards, we talked about it yesterday. There's only one quarterback that has more air yards uh, per attempt, and that's Dak Prescott. And he obviously is hurt. So it's not pretty for Mitch Trubisky. This offense is just abysmal at this point in time. I think he's going to force it. I think he's going to try and make some plays tonight. And therefore, I would look at the interception prop. And obviously, at minus 125 for just one. I would love that. I think that that is a play. Now, that's I'm dancing with the devil because, to me, Cleveland's secondary is a joke. And look what they did with all those blown coverages against Flacco and the Jets. Like, they, dude, those guys were wide open. 
So I, I hope that they got a little bit of a, a, a you know, a mouthful yeah, if, over this past week from their coach. If there's a, a good reason to bet on the Browns, it's they have a very good running game, and Nick Chubb's been awesome. As a pure rusher, he's been probably the best back in the league so far running the ball. And Pittsburgh's ranked 22nd in rush yards per game allowed this season, and they were dead last last season. So they're not good stopping the run. So if you think that Cleveland's going to be able to run the ball that well against Definitely. Pittsburgh enough yeah. to win this game, yes. and, which is uh, absolutely, and that could happen. You know, second I, best one-two punch in the, in the, in yeah, the league. And I know we like to say one-two punch because Kareem Hunt's good, but Chubb's amazing. I, I don't ever want him to take away carries from Nick Chubb. That, I, as a receiver, as a receiving back, Kareem Hunt's ten times better than Nick Chubb, and I think Nick Chubb can catch the ball pretty well. Kareem Hunt's just that good receiving the ball, but as a runner, Nick Chubb is so good, and I think this offense, because of Jacoby Brissett's limitations as a passer, that this strictly just needs to be for them tonight. Just line up. Do they have a fullback? Do they still have a fullback there? Line up in the eye and just pound it against Pittsburgh's defensive line. That is just. And linebackers that just can't stop their run. They've had a tough time doing it. Obviously, that's where we start this evening once again. Thursday night football coming your way. And uh, you know what that means. It's Amazon Prime Time. Oh, that's right. Are you fired up for a little no. Amazon Prime? No. You're going to shop during the game? No. Did you see that Jeff Bezos is now one of the front runners for the Phoenix Suns franchise? It's good to be king, John Jansen. It's good to be king. Couldn't he just buy the entire NBA? He could buy the leagues, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Well, tonight, Thursday Night Football, you know we'll be all watching. And uh, I'm... Def- Will we? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm intrigued. I don't know. I might... I, at first, it's going to be on the big screen. But after a while, I might put Coastal Carolina, Georgia State on the big screen. Ooh. And then... Put the uh, put the other one on my lap. We do have some college ball, and that's what I'm looking forward to tonight uh, or on today's show. Some decent college ball. Uh, some, it's not the best, but it's it's good. There's some great games. I could talk myself into watching West Virginia Virginia Tech tonight. Look, no doubt about it. I'm just talking about college ball this week altogether. The card. You know what game I'm fired up for? Wake Forest and Clemson. Yes, I am too. Yes. Because I think Wake Forest is better than NC State. And I don't Oof. know if I if my point is going to be proven because Clemson, you know, however good I think a team is, Clemson is probably better than them and they're going to beat them. But I, I think out of both games, everybody's everybody's looking at that NC State one and being like, that's the game. If if Clemson loses, then they're done and NC State could go to the playoff and nobody's talking about Wake Forest. And Wake Forest had a 41-point-per-game offense last season and they returned pretty much everybody, especially the quarterback, especially the top wide receiver, and they've been fantastic. Close game against Liberty, I get it. But like that was Sam Hartman's second game. He didn't start the season because of, I think, a blood clot, uh, yep. a non-football injury. So... Maybe some time to get acclimated after the first game. Maybe some bumps and bruises that he needed to get past. But I think he'll be ready to go. And Clemson beat them pretty bad last year. But Clemson was still a 10-win team last year. Uh, I think Wake Forest can, can maybe stay in this one and cover the seven. But that's the game I'm intrigued by the most. But Joe and I were talking about this in the college football preview last night. There are a lot of like landscape-shifting games. Uh, Tennessee-Florida seems uh, like a big one of those. Um, but there's especially some of the ACC, a couple of matchups where you look at it and go, okay, that can change our entire view of the SEC and the teams that can maybe, if anybody can, beat Georgia and Alabama, we can figure out what who those teams maybe are this weekend. All right. Well, here's where we're going to start. Obviously, Thursday Night Football front and center coming your way, NFL side. 
Love to hear your thoughts on that game. You heard uh, John Jansen's going to back the road squad. I'm taking the home team. It's a four-point spread. Either book. Good luck to you, John, on that one. A total, I have no play on it. I think that this could very well go over. Could stay under, as I just pointed out, with the Pittsburgh Steelers offense being as bad as it is. But then, you know. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday night football. Just do the opposite of whatever yeah, you think is going to happen. It's so tough. Thursday night football is so tough. But We thought the Chiefs and, and Chargers going to be a crazy scoring game. Herbert Mahomes throwing it everywhere, and it went under. Did stay under, barely. But did stay under. And it was a good game. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hopefully we get some of that tonight. Hopefully. All right. Daily Ticket Fox Sports Radio to Gamble presented by Kiriato Insurance. Give all the conversation over at Fox PHL Gambler. Went ahead and threw up a post on our Twitter. So please give us your thoughts or plays on tonight. Props, where are you leaning? I am going to take that Mitchell Trubisky at minus 125 for one interception. I love that play. I think he forces it. I think he throws a pick this evening. Other side, let's keep it moving. First of all, ooh, let me set the table here. We do have Joe Tanzi. Joe Tanzi is going to pop on the show here at 4.05. We'll talk college football. We'll talk some NFL him, get his thoughts on everything. And, of course, Braves, how's he feeling about his Atlanta Braves squad right now as they are in town for four? At 5.30, we shut it down with Mark Henry Jr. Yes, looking forward to hearing from the tough cover host himself. Of course, uh, he requested a song that I come back at 5.30. He said, hey, this is the song I want you to play. Wink, wink. Therefore, you know which way I'm going in tonight's okay. West Virginia and Virginia Tech game. Oh, 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 oh. Well, that gives it away. Pretty easy there, yes. But we'll, well talk. Well, actually, no, both teams have songs. Virginia Tech has a song? What's Virginia Tech's song? Wait, you're saying he's going West Virginia? Of course. Okay. Country Roads. Oh, but you can do Enter Sandman for Virginia Tech. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I, no, I don't don't know that. Did not know that. Wait, what? Yeah, I didn't. Enter Sandman, Virginia you didn't Tech? Know that Virginia Tech's entrance? You did not know that. With you have not seen a Virginia Tech entrance I, with Enter Sandman. I just playing. saw them play UNC what two years ago, opening the season, right? Or wasn't last year? Yeah, and they were playing Enter Sandman. All right. Well, I, oh, you got to watch that again. It's incredible. It's one of the, it may be the best entrance in college football. Better it's than Dabo good. running down. The <laughs> man, when he gets a when he gets ahead of steam, how man, much Adderall is Dabo on for the? <laughs> That's just that. Yeah, exactly. All right. This is what we got. He maybe has uh, 24 ounces of sugar-free Red there Bull. There it is. Yeah, there. exactly. I'm done with my Red Bull today. <laughs> yeah. Are you finally? We got so much to discuss with you on today's show. Some craziness. Uh, how about some NBA, NBA action? I did not think that we'd be talking about the Boston Celtics or Ben Simmons. Yeah. Let's get that on the plate here. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Did you even press play on any of the video clips? Have you watched anything Ben Simmons no, and JJ Reddick? I will. Uh, I haven't gotten to it, but I will. Oh, that's great for the show. No, I, I've listened to some of them. I listened to him talk about the dunk. Thank you. But every, like, 
I've, I've seen some clips. Save I've read it. some things. We'll but. talk about it on the other side. We'll get into that. Obviously, the big news is the Boston Celtics with Yudoka possibly missing. I didn't see anything on my drive-in. Maybe it happened, but uh, Woj, last thing I saw is that he could be suspended for the full season. That's a huge blow for the Boston Celtics, and odds makers are telling you that. We'll give you the line movement with the news that uh, head coach of the Boston Celtics, Yudoka, could miss the full upcoming season. We'll discuss that on the other side with a little mix of that brat Ben Simmons. I mean, what a brat, really. I can't stand him. It's the Daily Ticket. We'll keep talking about football as well. Do not football! go anywhere. Back after this. Three thirty-nine. Fox Sports ready to get presented by Curado Insurance. Hello, everybody. Sean Brace, John Jansen with you here on a Thursday. The Daily Tickets. Take me down where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. I, well, Charlotte actually does have nice girls. Yeah, oh, I love that. Uh, Spent some time in Charlotte. Had some fun, fun nights out in Charlotte, North Carolina. Grass is definitely green, though, as we are watching the President's Cup right now as we speak and um, have not really been able to tune in too much. But Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns are two up. I did see that uh, a little earlier today. I'll tell you what, if you ever get an opportunity to go see a professional golf tournament, do it. It's something to, something to be seen. I mean, first of all, obviously, you know how big of a course it is and um no matter where it's being played and so it's just the 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 amount of you know stands that they have to bring in and people that are there spread out uh it's something to be seen and i I was able to catch it this year at the bmw championship and it's it's got that feel right here with the president's cup of course really cool stuff though usa usa saw Zach Johnson out there getting the crowd all fired up to start. And um, let me pull up the uh, golf the uh, leaderboard here as we speak, if I could, just to give us a little update on what's happening there. And be sure to follow Patrick McDonald, as I have been all day long. Once again, from CBSSports.com, everything is podcasted over there on our website as well. Joined us yesterday, gave us his breakdowns, everything that he liked heading into the uh, President's Cup. But. All right, that's not good right there. Let me get on over here to ESPN and fire up what they got as far as the leaderboard is concerned. They're always changing things over here, too, so it's tough to keep up with that. But uh, right now, let's see here, because I think they got started all at 1 o'clock. Um, Adam Scott and Hideki Matsuyama are down by 4. Yeah, Patrick Cantley, Xander Shoffley are 4 up over Adam Scott and Hideki Matsuyama through 11. JT Jordan Spieth up one over, over Corey Connors and Sunjay M right now through 10. Morikawa and Cam Young two up over Lee and Kim. 
uh, Siwoo Kim and Cam Davis are trailing to Scheffler and Sam Burns, two up. And Tony Finau and Max Oma, two up over Pendrith and Pereira. Now, that is something to be seen right there as far as that leaderboard is concerned. That is why the USA, Team USA, was minus 700 to win it. <laughs> Nobody's trailing right now as we speak, and uh, everybody's basically through seven holes right now as we as we sit here. So, uh, Team USA off to a great start. Kind of knew that that would have been the case. Hopefully, that uh, will continue to be the theme throughout the course of the weekend. Always great to see the red, white, and blue on top there. All right, uh, let's talk a little college football once again. DraftKings Sportsbook, where we're getting our numbers from. And this evening, we do have three good games here. Or three games. I don't know about good games. But Vodtech and Virginia Tech is definitely going to be a game that I think uh, will be interesting. Obviously, that total coming in at 50, so you're not going to get some points scored. Two and a half in favor of West Virginia. Uh, Coastal Carolina, that game's at 7.30 also. Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. These are the games that are meant for Thursday night, but always deliver. This one's got a total of 63 here. Coastal Carolina, Georgia State, 63. Two and a half is the number on that one in favor of the visiting Coastal Carolina. And Chattanooga, I don't even, I don't even know if we touched on this game yesterday. Maybe it wasn't on the board, I don't know. But Chattanooga and Illinois. The Illini are 20.5-point favorites. 44.5 is your total in that one. Again, big college card coming up this weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. We actually got some good games on Friday as well. Virginia and Syracuse should be a, an okay game. Cuse has been playing great football to start the season. They're a monster 10-point favorite. I kind of like Virginia catching the points in that one. I do. Um, big victory last week for Syracuse, Virginia. Able to get some things going slowly. Can they get a little carryover? We'll see. Uh, but I, I like Virginia catching the 10 in that one. And we got Nevada and Air Force. That's a 24-point spread. That game's going off tomorrow 8. And then Boise State and UTEP at 16 uh, that 9 p.m. on Friday. But the game that I'm looking at that I'm circling the most here, on Saturday at noon, Clemson and Wake Forest. Dabo and Clemson, they have never lost. He's never lost to Wake Forest. I think he's 9-0 versus the Demon Deacons. Now, if you remember, Wake Forest won the division last year, and Clemson knocked off their pedestal a little bit there. Now, obviously, they didn't play last year, but it is interesting to to know that history. Uh, this game is being played in Winston-Salem. For me, I'm looking at the Demon Deacons here, catching seven at home. And it's not to sit here and say that I think that this game will be you know, a crazy game, like 40 to 30. I do think that there's going to be a lot of points scored. If you were to ask me to make a play on that game, Clemson and Wake Forest, I'm going to take the over number one. And then I might look at Wake Forest catching the points, but definitely taking the over 55 and a half. John Jansen, what are your thoughts? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I would take the over. It's the tough part about this game is how improved is DJ Wiongalale? Is he, is he improved enough to what was that? I thought there's a Lili on that. Unga le le li. Ui anga le le. Okay, le le, not a Lili. A le le. Eventually, I'll get his name right. You will not. I'll call him DJU. So it has been a talking point that he has improved and that DJ looks more accurate. Mechanics look a little bit better. But, you know, how improved is he, though? And I still have kind of questions about that because I still find inconsistencies within his game and I still feel like the passing offense is kind of handcuffed because of those inefficiencies. 
So does that hurt them in a game like Wake Forest? Now, the thing is, they just ran the ball down Wake Forest's throat last game. And so if they play that smash mouth football again, can Wake Forest, can they play against that? Can they stop that? And a school like Wake Forest, like I'll admit, NC State, the one thing they have that's very good and why they beat Clemson last year, they're stout up front. They always have good defensive lines. They've had a lot of players go to the NFL from the defensive line, and they have another good defensive line against again this season. That's right. So, they did play last year, didn't they? And they yeah. got smashed. My fault. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. Clemson beat Wake Forest, but but that was like a forty-two to twenty-eight, forty-two. So I know Wake Forest got in the twenties. So yeah, this could be a pretty high-scoring game, and I do expect Wake Forest to play better in this one than they did last year. Again, we're we're talking about a now senior quarterback. We're talking about a now junior senior wide receiver group you know all these guys are a year older and a year better uh, and i feel like they're they're more well equipped now the problem is clemson's defense is probably the best in the country if not one of the top three to five defenses in the country it's good it's very good and so if clemson is gonna put pressure on sam hartman then i don't know how much of uh, of a chance wake forest does stand but i think again a year better i think wake forest should be closer in this game but points scored yeah i can absolutely see that all right, John Jansen with me here, and uh, we'll talk a little football, obviously, main main course, but uh, let's get into the big news of the day, and that is out of the NBA with uh, Ime Yudoka possibly facing a season-long suspension for relationship with member of franchise's staff. A lot of guessing right now, a lot of people throwing things on, up against no the wall. No need to guess. It's been, it's been really bad. Well, the guessing. Yeah, the guessing is ridiculous. You know what else is ridiculous? Stephen A. Stephen A is ridiculous. Well, and, 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 I mean, stop me if you've heard that before. But, yeah, no, that's why you need to elaborate. Why is he ridiculous yeah, in this This time, yeah. yeah. No, he opened up the show by saying that there are plenty of white people that do the same thing, and we're not hearing about that. We have we, no idea what's going on yet. Yeah, that, well, we have no idea. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A little bit. See, we. Wojanowski's report. That's right, all I'm it's, going on. It's a Woj report. Yes. And it's about as vague as you can get. Well, maybe it's about as vague as you can get. Maybe, about a you would, maybe you would agree with what he's saying. He's saying we should not be discussing it. Okay, we shouldn't be. I disagree. We should not be discussing. What do you mean? He's we, facing a season-long okay, suspension. Okay, we can be discussing the season-long suspension, but can I? How can I say whether or not it's worth it or not when I have no idea, or or that it's the right punishment or not? Oh, the no. correct way of putting. Wouldn't it. say I that at all. No idea. No, I have not, no idea what the situation is at all. Not, all I know is the, the not what I'm saying either. Big report. Not what I'm saying either. My point is. He's a pretty damn good coach. No, right. If you want to talk about it in that way, knowing that we know, instead of going over what the suspension is for, and instead just going ahead with the suspension and you want to go on the betting side of this? Yes. Like, sure, yeah, because we don't know the situation and it's not commenting on the situation. It's just, okay, the news is he's getting a year-long suspension. That is okay talking about, but speculating if if it's a correct suspension or what he's being suspended for, I just don't. I don't find out we can talk about. Yeah, that. I, and and I'm right there with you on that one. I don't have much to offer. The only thing I did see was like they are employees of the team. There's no 
there's no um, players. You know how there's a an agency. Um, you know what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a players agency. You know, uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on this one. Help me swim here. Help me swim. Swim me. I'm swimming to the island. Help me. Throw me around. Player agency. Player. Uh, Clutch sport? No. What you, like, what are you talking about? They, they defend each other. The union? Thank you. The oh union. I'm an God. idiot. Sorry, Whoa! man. The union. What? Player union. There's no union for Not coaches. A big union guy? So, Come on. So they're, so they're basically, they're employees of the team. So this is why it's being discussed such as if this happened for any other worker, whether it was somebody that's the social media manager to the coach to whatever. Bottom I just line wish is, they would give us something. Like to to try and like put at least some water over this fire because Woj puts that tweet out and we've heard nothing since and the only thing we've heard is wild speculations and rumors of who's involved and who's not involved and it's it's putting a lot of people's faces out there that probably aren't involved and we don't know if are involved to what extent are involved. I would never give a and, thumbs up on that. No, and I just I don't know if. It's Woj that should be posting something, or Boston. Give us an inkling of what it is. You don't have to tell us a suspension or anything, but like, man, maybe clear some people's names here that should be cleared of all of this. Well, like I said, it's a big deal if he's suspended for the full season. It and is that that is a big deal. Like I don't even know who this assistant coach is, and apparently he's got a bad rap too. He's got history that is going to be filling in. Um, but right now, and I'm looking at CBS Sports, they have a an article up right now here where it says uh, the details are slim at this point, but last night it was reported Udoka is reportedly facing discipline, including a potential significant suspension for having consensual relationship with a staffer. Taking part in relationship with the staffer, the head coach violated Boston's code of conduct. Udoka, 45, is entering his second year of the coach of coaching the Celtics after leading the team to the NBA Finals appearance last season. His job is believed not to be in jeopardy. Wow. And um, there was, uh, you know, a lot of people on social media talking about Yudoka and who he was with, or not who he was with, but who he was with as far as uh, his, I don't think he was married to her. I just think it was the um, uh, his girlfriend at the time who is a, I mean, just an amazing, absolutely gorgeous and um, people are like, what the hell is he thinking? But at the same time, I don't know anything. Like you said, we have no idea. Nia Long, uh, the actress. And I believe she was in Family Matters. You remember that show? TGIF? Carl Winslow? Urkel? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Do you know who Nia Long is? Um, yeah, because somebody mentioned she was in the movie Friday. And uh, yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. Let me pull up her IMDB here. I don't know if they were married. But, yeah, she is gorgeous, though, man. I go, wow, she was born in 1970. Good God. He's only 45 years old. Let's see here. <laughs> I love that this has now turned into you just looking up IMDB pages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nia Long. <laughs> um, let's see here. This would be, I'm trying to think of the other movies she was in. She, that's all I got was Friday. I, I'm i not sure what else. Friday, man. That's a good pull by you on that one. That yeah. was a Twitter pull. Okay. I'll, I'll give credit to Twitter. Yeah, I mean, she didn't have like a big, big deal as far as like what movie she was in. But at least I'm making, maybe I'm making a mistake on that. But I thought she was more of a TV person. Uh, she was a fresh Prince, Prince of Bel-Air for a little bit. A lot of uh, 
TV spots, but as far as film is concerned, uh, let's see here, actors, they don't separate. It would be great if they would separate TV from uh, from film, but anyways, Nia Long, yeah, she's gorgeous, and it's an interesting spot where, hey, you man. send in an angry email to IMDb. Yo, separate them, please. Please separate them. Even though right? they, I think they do that. They should. Anyways, Boston Celtics. <laughs> Look, if they lose him, what are we talking about here? Because when you fire up DraftKings Sportsbook, right, you take a peek at what they have as far as the futures are concerned in the NBA. Boston, man, and the 76ers open with them too, which is great. Celtics plus 550, leading the charge to win it all this year. Clippers 6-1, to Warriors 6-1, to Nets 7-1, to Bucks 8-1 to right now. You remove Yudoka for the full season. Does Brad Stevens take over? Be interesting to see if that's possible. Be interesting just for a season, like he knows. Hey, I'm I'll be back to where I was, but I can do this for one season. Yep, one yep. year. Yep. I mean, I I don't know how much how much of a difference would it make. He's a great coach. You know, every everybody I know that um, you know when talking about him as a coach, love the hire and did really well for Boston. Obviously, so like, yeah, it's a big deal. But you know, what other options do they have available to them? And not many teams can just go. Yeah, well. We have a pretty good head coach that's sitting there in the front office that we can just bring down if we need to. I mean, he has to be willing to, obviously, and I don't know what he's willing to do or if he'd want to even do that for a year, but at least that is that is available to them or at least an option they can go to. Because right. it's not... I mean, it's going to be hard to find a coach right now if you need to or even take from his assistant coaches. Yeah, there's some assistant they got filling in right now as we speak. But we'll find out if he's suspended for the full season or not. And damn, that is... Wondering to know what the details are. Like, is that just, hey, man, they messed around one time, and, and next thing you know, you get a season-long suspension? That's pretty crazy. So maybe there's more to the story that we just don't know about, which I'm willing to say is the correct thing. Yes, there is much more to this story I'm I'm willing to say. We have no idea about Quickly, we'll switch gears and get on over to Ben Simmons and the old man and the three podcasts, J.J. Redick and his boy. Uh, J.J., for some odd reason, wearing shades, no idea. Um, I listened to a little bit. Yeah, I love how you had to throw that comment. It was very odd. Uh, I listened to a little bit. It was shades indoors, right? You can't do that. Maybe the lighting was was harsh. There's only two people that wear shades indoors: blind people and a holes. All right, always remember that. Um, here's what I'll here's all I I know. Yeah, I feel like at casinos there there are a lot of people. Here's all I know: Ben Simmons. Maybe the lighting was harsh. Took very little accountability. Eyes. Or just, yeah, you know, I know. it was it's stressful. We're all dealing so with something. Put, I get put it. some sunglasses yeah. on. I thought JJ asked some good questions. I did not think it was going to be a complete layup, but I wasn't expecting too much. Um, at the end of the day, they're boys, right? Former teammates, all that. He asked him about the question. He's like, yeah, I should have dunked it. He asked him the question about the play against Atlanta, and he was like, I spun around, and all I saw was a jersey. BS. Like, that was the thing. Like, JJ needed to follow up and say, man, you were really sweating, shooting the free throws. Like, what was going through your mind? There was none of that. And Ben kind of just laughed it off and saying he was still a part of Philadelphia. I got news for you, Ben Simmons. No one likes you here. No one does. No one does. I, I, I would not recommend him to walk into the Wells Fargo Center for a concert. I would not. And not to say that, like, people are going to do something to him, but I don't think it would be a friendly environment towards him. Like I just think he people, would get heckled. Yeah, he would. 
Like, no one likes you in Philadelphia. I don't know if it'd be aggressive or turn physical or anything, which I think you were saying. I would hope not. No. Yeah, yeah, he would be heckled. It would just be, yeah, it it wouldn't be comfortable, so. But I don't get why why J.J. had to, like, challenge him. uh, To me, what that podcast is, we know the Sixers side of the story. That podcast is just, what does Ben have to say? What's his side of the story? And we can make the judgment on whether or not whatever he's saying is BS. Mm -hmm. That's our judgment to make. Why would why would you challenge him like oh well you should like why didn't you do this or have to follow up on questions like I, all I need to hear is Ben's side of the story I can go to my own conclusions of hey I I don't think that's right I think that's BS and then I can I can judge him based off of that but I just needed to hear his side of the story and then I can say whatever or you know what I think about that but yeah it's I don't know wh- how what. JJ challenging him would have done not challenging or, him or like following follow up. up yeah like even following up in some ways oh, I guess he could have some question would be great come on so he, he followed up on a few he followed up he like did. on the dunk and he went back he's like you know you should have dunked that yeah. right like yeah. he, he did a few of those like I said I, I but thought JJ rather, was alright I'd rather him get as much as you can out of Ben before really shutting him down because all you're going to do there is just shut him down I feel like from what I've seen and from all the clips that I've I've Heard and some of the quotes that I've seen put on Twitter and all that. From what I've seen, we got us out of the story. And now people can make oh, their judgments yeah. based off of it. Yeah, I mean, and that's all I needed from it. It's time to clearly move on yeah. and, and, and just, you know, it's over. But at the same time, I still don't think that this guy's going to change his stripes. I still think he's going to be no. the same player that he always was, um, not shooting. And he was like, yeah, I should go up there and shoot 100 threes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, get out of here. <laughs> And it's just, just malfunction? all the joking that? and that. Yeah, I, I should have, oh, the 100-point shot. You know, it's like, because he was like, well, yeah. If is, you, is Ben not allowed the joke? Is is he just now? I, I despise him. Is he supposed to be just a, the most despised athlete in Philadelphia history, John Jansen? And that is a long list. It's as simple as that. Four o'clock hour coming up next. We got Joe Tanzi. We'll get back over to college football. We'll talk about all the games that matter. And, of course, tonight, Thursday night football. Coastal Carolina, Georgia State. Yeah. West Virginia, Virginia Tech. Cleveland and Pittsburgh, brother. This I think is, Chattanooga, Illinois tonight. This is an NFL town. This is the Daily Ticket. Joe Tanzi will join us next. I don't think this is a Pittsburgh and Cleveland town, though. What's going to do better numbers? Let me ask you. Uh, that. I mean, yeah, I, there you go. Exactly. If people, I don't, how many people in the in the area can find their Amazon Prime accounts? Daily ticket. Tansy joins us next. Back after this. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.